always got pixlexia, okay? This all on you? This all on your cow? Welcome, foolish mortals. It is with deepest pride and greatest pleasure that we welcome you tonight. The reference here is very obscure. Welcome to the Obscure World of Disney. You're listening to the Obscure Disney Podcast. It's our belief that no detail is too small, no character cameo too short, and no quirk too strange to be celebrated. And with new episodes every Tuesday and Thursday, why not get an annual pass wherever you get your podcast from or find us at ObscureDisneyPodcast.com. And see all of our fun patches at DisneyPatch.com. So when it comes to Christmas movies, what is the first thing that comes to mind for a Christmas movie? Uh, probably the Christmas story for our generation, right? Oh, yeah. I was thinking of a specific element, but yeah, I would say the Christmas story is probably... Oh. The big one, right? Santa Claus? Rudolph? Um, Snow White? So you're telling me that uh, Fairy Godmother is not the first thing that comes to mind (laughs) as a Christmas thing? I was taking random guesses. Oh. Uh, No, no. That would not be the first thing that comes to mind. Well, too bad, because that's what's in your Christmas movie now. This is what I got for my Christmas movie, y'all. Um, so Disney has put out uh, a movie around this Christmas time that they are saying is a Christmas movie. A Disney Plus movie. A Disney Plus Christmas movie called Godmothered. And we decided we were going to sit ourselves down and watch it. We did that. I did not know it was going to be a Christmas movie when we started. Here's Did the thing. you? I knew that it was billed as a Christmas movie. Oh, okay. I think it could have done better had it not been a Christmas movie personally. Yeah. Um, but uh, the the concept, when you watch the previews, the concept sounded really uh, interesting, which is uh, you have a fairy godmother in training right. who... Uh, wants to go out into the real world real world and be a fairy godmother but when she gets to the person that wrote a letter she's already grown up and she's an adult now ah the and post she, office right she, yeah <laughs> and she's trying to to help her have a happily ever after as an adult well and quite frankly this one we needed the most well that was one of my first notes that i took is wouldn't a fairy godmother be much better as an adult oh yeah like as a kid now to to be honest a kid's wish probably is a lot easier oh sure some candy yeah oh i just wish i didn't have to take this test tomorrow or (laughs) you know whatever as an adult you're like oh i need someone to pay off my mortgage you know i was gonna say mine's fairly simple too one lottery ticket one winning lottery ticket please fairy godmother (laughs) legitimately we put it in like santa's hand on it the checking it like twice type of a thing yeah and uh He's still checking. He's still checking. We're not getting uh, much out of him at Mm -hmm. this point. Apparently, we're on the naughty list. Yeah. Well, uh, so this idea sounded like a great idea to me. Uh, For those of you that are fans of the movie Enchanted, it felt very enchanted to me where you have a frothy character from a, a, a magical land thrust into modern day and trying to learn how to deal with that. Right. Um. Well, unfortunately, I think Enchanted did it much better. Uh, this one felt a little uh, cobbled together for me a little bit. Right. Uh, so it stars 
uh, Jillian Bell, which a lot of people uh, would remember from movies like 22 Jump Street. She was in there. Oh, right. Uh, she was the villain, actually, in 22 yeah. Jump Street. She was a mean girl. Um, and then Isla Fisher, uh, which people would know from Wedding Crashers or The Great Gatsby. Um, I didn't see either of those, but she seems like a very nice She's with a pretty long red hair. She is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I feel like both of them are very capable actors. Um, It's the one thing the show did have. Yeah. Was good acting. Yeah. And the third rock from the sun lady, she was the. Oh, right. right? She's like the head um, fairy godmother. She is. And that is a storyline that I felt like could have gone somewhere else. But uh, yes, let's go into production real quick. Um, yeah. Originally, they thought about making this another hand-drawn animation movie. Oh, wow. Which I think would have been incredible. Yeah, why didn't they give us that? Uh, lots of reasons. Yeah. But um, hand-drawn, made hand-drawn animation. Direct to Disney to Plus. Disney Plus. I think that might have been part of the problem is that they so realized expensive. that the cost was going to be really high. Hand-drawn yeah. animation is extremely expensive yeah. and time-consuming. Yeah. And you can kind of crank out a romantic comedy-type film, a Hallmark-type film. I think it, you could probably film that in a month at at the most. Oh, yeah. Uh, four and a half days. There was there was a little bit of maybe <laughs> animal training going on, and then a couple maybe special effects things that needed to be done. Uh, but overall, I feel like uh, it's it, it was kind of just a a normal rom com type of movie. Yeah. Well, not it was. You know what you you had you had the it right when you said um, Hallmark. Uh, yeah. Uh, movie. When you think of a Hallmark movie. For me, this was a great Hallmark movie. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> it yeah. was a pretty good directed directed Disney Plus movie. As far as a, like to theaters, it would have given it would have been a uh, bad. Yeah, <laughs> been, I'd have been so, mad if we paid real money for that. Sure, but it was uh, cute. It was a it was a fine movie. Like I didn't love it, and it's definitely not something that I would go out of my way to watch again. Um, Part of the part of the issues that I had with it was that the story didn't feel like they had quite figured out all the reasons yeah. for this story. Um, why did people stop asking for fairy godmother's help? Why did they stop helping people? Right, like that's part of that's the whole a really good point. That's part of the whole story is that the reason that all these fairy godmothers are still in school, quote unquote, is because no one asked for help from fairy godmothers anymore. Right. And the only way that uh, the main character finds a person to go to is she goes through all the old files and happens to find a one. one that, the one? Yeah. And that's why it took so long? It had nothing to do with the post office? I guess. Okay. Um, so why? Why would they stop? If, if the fairy godmothers were a real thing and you were getting wishes, why on earth would you stop? It right. seems like a no-brainer to me. Um, and then they kind of came up with arbitrary rules as the movie went along to kind of add a little bit of suspense tension to the movie. Uh, Mm -hmm. they said, okay, she's going to, she's going to close down your entrance back to the fairy school in four days. What? (laughs) Why? Why four days? 
there wasn't even like a like a cosmic reason for it. It was just she's giving you four days, right? Right. Which if she was really that mad, you'd be like, she's closing it now. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um. So the In four days from now, I'm going to be furious. <laughs> you just you wait till I get down there. Uh, so the premise of the movie, of course, is that this fairy godmother goes to this adult grown woman who is in a, an unhappy job situation, an unhappy family situation. And her goal is to try to give her a, an old fashioned happily ever after. Yeah. Right. Which I think is a funny concept. Yeah. Um, and it's definitely got room for there to be, uh, an ending that doesn't require a, a, an old fashioned happy ending. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't have to be, she gets, and this is the whole point of the movie is to be, have a happy. Well, yes. Spoilers (laughs) ahead. The whole point of the movie is that you don't have to have a big, beautiful gown or a handsome prince marriage to live happily ever after. Sometimes you can be happy with just the family that you have now, or you can be happy with the situation you're in now and it doesn't have to be that old-fashioned type of thing. Right. Which is great. Yeah. It's a good way to tell people, look, just because you're not married or just because you've gotten a divorce doesn't mean that you're not able to be happy. Right? It's true. Yeah. Um, which is, I think, enough to build a story off of, but they kind of added in randomness around it that I felt like kind of muffled the story a little bit. Yeah. She has she has daughters, one of which seems perfectly well adjusted and has no issues whatsoever. And the other one is like the girl from Pitch Perfect that when she gets too nervous, she projectile vomits on stage. <laughs> Disney would never do such a thing. Yeah. Uh, well, here's my question is why is there always a teenage singer in these Disney movies? Oh, right. Like there's always some stifled singer who sings like Beyonce who you know like i'm not really sure that story was was not well rounded out for me no uh they kind of tie it back into things but in general it's just kind of like and and her daughter sings Uh uh-huh you know kind of thing yeah yeah exactly it probably was meant to be cuter and she was a fine enough singer but enough to make it that traumatic a part of the story was not enough for me really right sure but it was fine. Now, I'll just go out and say that I didn't think this movie was terrible. It just wasn't great. Yeah, you'll be happy to know we finished watching it. We did actually finish good. watching it. Sometimes if it's bad enough, I won't. <laughs> I'll put my foot down and be like, no. No. I will not do this. Right. Um, but we did finish it. Yeah. Uh, and so, she, you know, this this kind of full circle moment happens. And then they have this strange interaction on stage after her daughter's concert where there's like a confrontation between the fairy godmother that we've been watching and the head fairy godmother that's come to collect her and bring her back. Right. Uh, and the, it's the whole point of the whole movie here, it's just not, it's, it was, there were no stakes because we didn't understand what was going on. Like she's like, you're not a real fairy godmother. And she's like, oh, yeah. And she swings her wander around and then she disappears and reappears. Uh-huh. And she's like, I am a fairy godmother. Is like, ooh. Well, I mean, before she had the flannel coat on and then after she didn't. Oh, so. true. She did a magic costume I mean, change. Obviously, that was. 
And then she tried to take her wand, but the lady grabbed it at the last minute. No idea what that meant, you know? And, you know, it it was just kind of a weird anticlimactic moment that I felt like the whole movie could have been serving a little bit more. Yeah. So I have some notes on how we could fix it. On a budget too, right? Like, of course, we're not going to be spending a a lot of Disney money on it. They could basically use all the same effects and all the same sets, just Uh kind of alter things a little bit. You know, that's important. So I thought if this main fairy godmother uh, was more of an antagonist, Mm. that maybe, you know, for some reason she was, she's tired of training fairy godmothers. So she secretly shut down the, the postal service to the fairy godmothers and she's ready to shut down the school. And then this, this rogue good fairy gets out and is going to expose the fact that fairy godmothers are still around and ruin her plan. So she has to follow her into the real world. Right. Yeah. And, the whole time this fairy is trying to do good things for people, the mean fairy godmother is messing up her spells. That would work. So she's like, oh, I'm going to make your house into a castle or something. And it turns it into, I don't know, a laser tag arena or something instead. And they're like, you can't do anything. And she'd be like, I can't do anything. Stop trying to help. Why is that? Yeah, I can see that. And then. Why am I getting everything wrong? Right. And then to add to that. She, her positive attitude and her can do itness could motivate the people in the family to do things that they wouldn't normally do. Mm. So, for instance, she wants to give the girl a makeover. Yeah. This happens like four times in this movie that she tries to give this poor woman a makeover. Right. And, and they're all very pretty to start with. Yeah, kind of. Uh, so, they, she tries to give her a makeover and she can't. And in my version, it's because the mean fairy godmother keeps on doing crazy things. Yeah. So the woman goes in and she does it herself. She gives herself a little makeover. She maybe pulls out a dress she hasn't worn in a long time and brushes her hair, you know, or whatever. Oh, that would be a fun concept. And she walks out and the fairy godmother goes, oh, I did it. And she's like, actually, I did it myself. You know, your, your positive attitude showed me that I, you know, I could put in some more effort and feel better about myself or whatever, you know, her daughter, you know, she tries to do a spell to make her brave enough that she doesn't vomit on stage when she sings and it doesn't work. And then the girl and her mom have a good coming together moment where her mother is supportive and she realizes that she can do it without magic. She can do it. Yeah. You know? Oh, that'd be nice. Um, and so... I mean, it would ruin the whole point of the Magic Kingdom, but it'd be nice. Well, but it could be a thing, <laughs> right? And so once once uh, this, this good fairy is thoroughly defeated or whatever the 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 bad fairy godmother leaves and all of a sudden the magic starts working again and she can do things and then they have to have a final confrontation where the mean fairy godmother is trying to do something and the good fairy godmother saves the family in some way right yeah it could it could work out it really did just feel kind of like a hallmark lifetime type of movie though very much yeah and i mean for I agree with all of that, all of that. And if it means that we get to see the bad fairy godmother's costume more frequently, then that she did have a great dark. She had like the best costume of the entire show. (laughs) And we saw it for like 30 seconds. And I was like, Oh, 
y'all could have got more money out of it. You could have got use out of that <laughs> one because that was nice. That was some good shots. So that would have been great. So were there any things about Fairy Godmothered that you really liked? Was there any parts of it that you really enjoyed? I mean, we watched the whole thing. That was fun. That was good. <laughs> the truck driver situation, when she met up with the truck driver, I the thought truck driver she handled great. that pretty well. Yeah. That was a nice truck driver lady. That yeah. Was fun. Fun scene. And then there was all the animal scenes that uh, we were still trying to decide what that meant, right? Yeah, that was a little bit weird. Uh, in, towards the beginning, she she turns their dog into a pig because that's a thing, apparently. Uh, and... Then towards the end of the movie, their dog just comes home. So there's also now a dog and a pig. So where did the pig come from? <laughs> yeah. Like who rogue, did she turn into a pig? And a rogue raccoon that's going around making yeah. problems. And then they had and a stuff. rogue raccoon that apparently if you if you have an animal chew through a string of lights, it causes a mass breakout, a blackout in your entire city of Chicago. Like <laughs> Or Boston, I think. Oh, was yeah. it Boston? I think it was Boston. You're right. It was totally Boston. And I did, obviously, I loved the basement that they recorded, that they filmed it in, quote unquote basement. Oh. Like for me, I thought that was interesting because it was like like an authentic basement that you're like, ooh, that's scary down there. And that was the one thing that did make me chuckle was when she brings her home and she opens her cellar door and she's like, oh, you're putting me in the dungeon? <laughs> <laughs> she's yeah. like not a dungeon it's a basement <laughs> no, right. take that kids so that that part made me laugh and oh like i said overall i feel like it was a serviceable film uh, um but the best part for me was the the ending because they did have animation at the end of this film where they had the character starting a new class of fairy godmothers in training oh yeah um which is an a cool idea i think and i even said it while we were watching it is i like this animated way better than i liked it live action yeah yeah um, that would have been so expensive right um but i found out that the only reason that the ending had the animation mm -hmm. was because uh COVID-19 shut down production oh, really <laughs> so the only way that they could get that ending because the way the the live action stuff ends is rather abrupt yeah like there is no real wrap-up for anybody because they were almost done filming and then they just shut it down and yeah wow that's crazy so they they brought on an animation team to animate that last sequence to give us a little bit more of a rounded out ending huh. on the end of that story good for them so in my opinion my humble opinion i think if they were going to continue this um they have talked about potentially doing a godmother two again of course electric boogaloo i don't know yeah. what they would call it um and my opinion is they should do this young fairy godmothers in training school idea i like that yeah is much more interesting to me than sending them into the real world and having them be like oh my what's in is there a little genie in your phone answering questions it's just it's a it's a tired kind of joke i think right yeah and because they're ripping it off right from enchanted which did it so well that's the other problem is that i loved enchanted 
and this definitely smelled like enchanted but definitely didn't taste like enchanted <laughs> you know what i mean it's true it had all the airs of enchanted but just didn't quite make it to the I same was level. just trying to figure out how long it takes him to film a um Hallmark movie because yeah. quite honestly we'd never even watched one until this year uh-huh. and this is like the first but some of the girls I work with they they love them oh. and they watch the Hallmark movies all the time oh, that's um, nice. which is hilarious to me and they'll be all crying at their desks oh no <laughs> Hallmark what are you doing we obviously work hard but um <laughs> they yeah it's really funny so I was like what is this so we I watched it does make me wonder like how long does it really take to film these yeah um curious no idea i'm gonna find out okay you, it'll be interesting you look around for that and the same thing with this movie too like how long did it take to film it feels like it was pretty quick and i like i said i think the visual effects were simple enough that i hate to say it but it, the visual effects looked like something that some of the youtubers the, mm-hmm. the the youtubers could do on their stuff these days so but it, that is an interesting point too about the animation during COVID. That like this is this could like re- working remotely for, across a team of people. Yeah, yeah, you could totally do that. You could do way more animation stuff, and there are a lot of great animators that you could get to do things. Yeah, It'd be great, be fun, good for them. But uh, final grade, Godmothered. What would you say for a made-for-TV movie? I would give it a B plus. B plus for a theater release, it would be like a C minus. See, and I would say just overall, it's a bit of a C minus for yeah. me. Uh, if they had, if they had tightened up their storyline a little bit, I think I would have liked it more. Right. But either way, if you got the time, you can look into it, and you can tell us if you agree or disagree. Yeah. Let us know what you thought of it. But it's like I always say, bippity boppity boot. Follow my perfectly sculpted two-finger point to the exit. If you enjoyed today's podcast, rate, review us on your favorite podcast app. And if you didn't, help us do better by buying a patch at DisneyPatch.com. Always be proud of what makes you unique. And we'll see you next time on the Obscure Disney Podcast.